You're now listening to Churchy Life with Church Funny. Every week, we're bringing you fun conversations with real Christians from every walk of life. Make sure you visit churchylife.com for more. Welcome to Churchy Life, the podcast with Church Funny. This is your host, Damon Collins. I'm the creator of Church Funny. I want to say thank you to everyone who's listening to this episode. We have a guest today, of course, as always, and today is my sister, Tony. Uh, hold on. I was going to say Lee, but it's Tony. Is it Burrell Lee? Is it Jess Lee? Which one do you want to go by? Which one? What's my first name, Damon? Tony. What's my official first name? Okay, we have Antonia. <laughs> uh, we we got difficult people on the on the episode. We have Antonia Lee, and yes, Antonia Lee, or Burrell Lee. Say hello to the people, please, and give them a a brief hello and introduction. Hello, hello. I am Antonia Burrell Lee, as Damon said. And um, I typically don't hyphenate, hyphenate in the churchy realm. I only hyphenate at work in oh, my okay. professional life. Praise God. But at home, I am just Lee. I am not Burrell at church. I try not to reveal that that is my family. <laughs> um, so that, that part stays, stays hidden at church. Come on. Okay, so why? So, Tony, uh, <laughs> do I have to call you Tony, though, Antonia the whole time? Or can I just call no, you, you Tony? Just- <laughs> Now you I don't know what to do. Tony. So, <laughs> Tony comes from Kojic royalty. A man, the Burrell family of uh, Southern California. They're uh, widely known as uh, excellent musicians and singers. Um, and so, for some reason, she's trying to hide that. Probably, I don't know why. Tell why? Why are you trying to hide <laughs> the fact um, of your your Burrell lineage? Uh, I think. There's that expectation there that, um, you know, music runs in the blood, preaching runs in the blood. Right. Um, anything talented. So I kind of, you know, growing up, it was always, what can you do? Oh, I and hear you. I didn't want that to be my life. That, that wasn't my plan. Um, and so I set out to do something completely different from that. Yeah. I understand. Um, but, you know, anywhere that I've gone in this world, I've always met someone that knew a family member. And then it was, you know, they felt like they knew me because right. they knew family member and it got to be really annoying. Oh, you one of them Burrells? What do you do? You sing? You play? What do you do? Exactly. You got a tambourine exactly. in the car? I know. <laughs> I'm sure that, yeah. That that would probably be annoying. Yeah, I could see that. But that's cool. I mean, it's good that, and I know you've, um, crafted a very extensive career in um, the legal profession, which is awesome. You're doing some great stuff. You want to talk about that for a Thank minute? You. Talk about what you do? Yes. Um, well, I, I went to, I graduated from Berkeley. Um, Berkeley School of Music? Ago. Oh, see, you're Berkeley. Burrell. You went to the Berkeley School of Music. Is that? No. Not that UC Berkeley. Berkeley. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just making sure. Top public college in the nation or in the world, maybe, I don't know, top three, um, and had plans to go to law school and, um, Brandon wrecked that. And, uh, shout out to Brandon, (laughs) (laughs) my dear, sweet husband, who I love very, very much now. And Damon could tell you the story about, (laughs) Oh yeah. We're not going to go 
would not. Ten years of rejection. Oh Lord. And we so but, we just had Brandon on the podcast recently too. So um you guys got to hear a little bit from him. So this is Brandon's wife, if if you guys hadn't picked up on that yet. And yes, the um the stories are plenteous. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, after I graduated from Cal, you know, I always knew that I wanted to be in the legal profession, actually, since I was 12. Oh, wow. Um, and that was my, my way out and um, was pretty much an academian growing up. That was my escape. And so, yeah, I went to Berkeley, graduated from there, and um, then went and got my master's degree in HR management, um, just kind of the way that things transitioned when I gave birth to my daughter, decided what area of law that I, I liked. And at that time still had plans to go to law school, but then somehow I walked into firm administration and running law firms wow. and running functions. Um, and it's still an equally lucrative area of law um, where I don't, at this juncture, I haven't gone to law school, but you know, um, I've been able to run the law firms, all the different um, aspects of it. And so right now I'm working for a very large law firm, law firm called Morrison Forrester. Okay. Um, the moniker is actually MoFo. Um, mm. people think that's funny, but <laughs> not really holiness approved, but well, yes, I have a MoFo shirt. Okay. I have a MoFo spinner. I have a MoFo hat. Yeah. I got a couple of MoFo stuff around the house. Praise so. God. I like it. <laughs> but, um, very large firm, and right now I um, I'm managing a staff of fifty secretaries and docketing specialists. Oh wow! Um, and and a, a, the flagship of the law firm in San Francisco, um, where there are about seven hundred employees. So that is awesome. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've rephrased or reframed my goal and that is to eventually at some point be chief administrative officer at some law firm so we'll see what happens that's what i'm working working towards i still do have an interest to go to law school but it's things are really different for me now with the practice of law um i lost my boss last may and he was he was what made it really fun um to practice he taught me everything that I know when I was able to take what I learned and carry my family through some serious legal battles right. um, on my own. But, you know, um, things have really changed in the last uh, 18 months or so with him not being here. And so now I'm adjusting to that. Yeah, I hear you. Um, you know, growing up in church, you think you'd be interested in helping the Kojic legal department because it's a, it's a gigantic legal department. I know people in the department, too. If you want some inroads to get into the Kojic legal department, the Kojic legal team. (laughs) I don't want church pay. Yeah, they might pay you with the chicken dinner. Um, (laughs) Oh, that's a good point. That's a fair point. They'll pay pay you in exposure. You know, we'll get you some other clients. (laughs) Right. Oh, pay, yeah. pay your way to a convention. That is right. not yeah. what I want. You get free room and board at the convention. You still got to pay your report, but you will get, you'll get free room and board. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um. So, oh, you know what? So your your dad's a pastor, right? Um, yes. And so I know you've probably been a part of 
several churches, you know, through your life, um, from being a kid to an adult picking the church you want to go to. Um, so as you know, we're going to ask you for um, some kind of funny church story, hilarious, interesting, crazy, weird, whatever that you might be able to think of. I know you have several to pick from. Um, so regale us with a tale of church foolishness, if you will. Church foolishness. Well, um, growing up, both my maternal and my paternal grandfathers were pastors. Right. And, um, so my papa, my, my dad's father, um, he had his church in Pasadena called Hillside Tabernacle, um, on Fair Oaks in Pasadena. Okay. And then my mom's father, um, he had a church in the hood, LA on Florence. Oh yeah. And Florence and what? Their ministries, Florence and I can't remember the cross street. I've done everything to block that out, but (laughs) I know it was on Florence. (laughs) I grew up like right near Florence. Like I grew up on 79th and Hoover. So it, was, uh, it was over in that. It was below or uh, east of the one ten. I believe. Okay. Yeah. I know. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yes. Um, that was definitely the hood. And we were next to a Mexican church, and um, I had to be about ten. Um, and one of the craziest things that I remember is. Um, so my grandfather was a very interesting character, um, and so was my grandmother. And they didn't really have any members. Okay. And my mom tried to be the dutiful daughter and support their ministry. Okay. Um, but I remember walking in, and my grandmother had this lazy boy in the church. She would. Nice. Rec- <laughs> That's how you do it. If there's nobody there, you might as well be comfortable. <laughs> He had a lazy boy in the church and had a tambourine and everything. Uh-huh. Um, and then my <laughs> my grandfather had this speaker that he would put outside the church door because they had no one to preach to. Oh. So they would. Would... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, but, you know, anytime it was like Mother's Day or Father's Day. We would, um, my parents went to separate churches. My dad went to his father's church. And then mm-hmm. my mom, we, we grew up at Prayer Assembly on El Segundo okay. and Avalon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The barbecue church. Yes, the barbecue um, church. So Shout out to the barbecue church up. for people who know what we're talking about. Everybody's not yes. going to know, but we know the barbecue church. Prayer Assembly. Yes. That is where I grew up. And I loved that church as a child. It was amazing. But, um, but yeah, after services on Mother's Day and Father's Day or Easter or any special occasion, we would uh, regroup over at my grandfather's church. Mm. And so my grandfather, not having any members, would see that, you know, we were a family of seven. So we looked like a small congregation (laughs) (laughs) to this little storefront church. We would walk in. My grandfather would start service all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now we can get started. Everybody's here. And it was just the worst. It was pure torture. I hated it as a child because I was Uh, hungry. You know, you go there and you're expecting for them to wrap up their service and you go out to eat. We would go to Pope folks or something. But no, he wanted to have a whole nother service now that Uh, he had people there. Um, And that was a 
crazy experience and he would make us pay like 25 cents for soda. We're his grandkids. And he would make us. <laughs> Y'all was the building <laughs> fund. Careful. Yeah. Um, but I remember one night um, we were at his, his night service and. Wait a minute. Uh, Hold on. My... So he has no members. <laughs> <laughs> No, member, no members at all. He's doing Sunday morning service and the night service. He's I doing, don't know why the night service. I can't tell you why, but um, he was in the pulpit one day and he was he was um, singing. If you call Jesus, he will answer prayer. Uh, and got a little too happy and opened his mouth to sing, and his teeth blew. <laughs> seen him all oh. life oh no his teeth flew out of his mouth and he kept dancing and reached down picked up his teeth oh put he tried to do a little spin again. move to distract you from the yeah. fact that his teeth was on the floor nice oh <laughs> uh, uh, i remember um somebody somebody did something similar at crusaders i don't know if brandon told you this before it was one of the elders dads he had come to preach you know he's and um he's older and he was up there preaching and he said something and his teeth flew out but he like caught them in his hand <laughs> he was ready like as they flew out and he just kind of thank thank you jesus and like put them back and turned around and like put them back in and just came back oh we yeah we still laugh about that one right now that's yeah that's oh deep. my god I'm still mad he had a night service yeah. and a morning service. With was it Sunday school too? Who was <laughs> what? What all was he doing? I I don't know. I was I was just a kid. I just knew I didn't want to be there. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can tell you that much. Yeah, I've been to I've been and, to some storefront um, churches where if you show up, you are the you are the congregation. So yeah, and then they put you to work immediately. Yes. Come on up here and sing a song. Come on up here, y'all. He exactly. said the scripture, like, yeah, we we know what's happening. Oh, that's good. yes. And uh, yeah, speaking of that, I don't know if Brandon told you a story about we went to go visit a church out here, and I can't think of the name of it. So you know, Lena Bird Miles, right? Yeah, yeah. She's a good friend of ours, and we went to visit her grandfather's church. Okay. Um, and. You know, it was the first time we ever been there. And so we came and we sat in the back. And I think it was like a men's service or something. They were having some kind of special service. And um, Brandon ended up preaching. Oh. At that time. Wow. They were like, brother in the gray suit back there. You got a word? <laughs> Wait. Was like, Wait, did they know he was a preacher? <laughs> they just saw the suit. Did they feel the anointing on him? Like, you know what? This dude's got a word. Come on up here. <laughs> That's, yeah, he ended up preaching. That's deep. We were just visiting. Yeah. That's uh yeah, that's that's interesting. <laughs> Come yeah. on up here and preach something. And he did. You know how nice Brandon is. He's gonna oblige. That's right, in season and out of season. <laughs> Brandon is BG also ready. He is. He is. He'll do it. He's always cool as a cucumber, too. Right. He, you won't even know that he's not happy about doing something you ask. I mean, we'll know. Like, me and you will know. Like, from the looks on his face. 
<laughs> the way he's saying stuff. <laughs> um, well, you know, praise God. <laughs> like, right. I'm just I'm happy here. to be here. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We'll know, but everybody else might that. That's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay, so before we get to our next segment, we want to give a quick shout out to our podcast sponsor, and that's churchydate.com. Churchy Date is the best new Christian dating site where the goal is to connect single Christians through faith, laughter, and love. It's got all the features you'd want on a dating site, plus some really fun and churchy questions to make sure there's no unequal yokes, a man being formed. <laughs> so while other dating sites cost around 30 bucks a month, Churchy Date's premium membership is only $5 a month, and they've even got super discounted six-month and yearly plans. Register and create your profile for free on churchydate.com and use the promo code CHURCHYLIFE to try a premium membership out completely free for one month. Go ahead, browse for your sanctified boo at churchydate.com. All right, so we're going to get into the next segment. This is the, the it's easy and quick. It's called The Holy Hot Seat. The holy hot seat is going to be some quick, rapid-fire questions. Okay. All right. So let me. You mentioned a place that you used to go eat after church. What was that? What was it called? I don't remember. Back in the day, it Denny's. was some. No, 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 no. You actually mentioned it earlier. It was like some place that you mentioned, um, where you you wanted to leave and go to eat at some place that I had never heard of. Po folks. Oh, oh, po folks. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I'd never heard of that yes. place. What? What is? Okay, so it's in Buena Park. Oh, okay. So, what's your favorite place to eat after church right now? Uh, right now, Espedus. I knew you were going to say something like super Brazilian steakhouse. Exactly, of course, a Brazilian steakhouse. <laughs> Nobody goes to a Brazilian steakhouse. I knew you were going to say something like super deep. <laughs> That's because I'm spending all my offering in the church. I hold some of my offering to go eat a nice steak. Brazilian I'm steakhouse. going to have my filet mignon. Look, <laughs> and several cuts of it. Oh, when you you guys got to come out here. There's a um. There's a Brazilian steakhouse out here that's amazing. Um, it's probably the best one I've ever been to, and I've been to several now. Uh, I think it was called uh. like Texas de Brazil or something. And I think the key mm-hmm. was that they season everything so well. It was like seasoned up. Like all the meat was, oh, it was seasoned. Glory. Yeah, it was great. And they had um, some kind most of... Uh, people, most people think that I always eat salads, which I do most of the time, but... I love a good Brazilian steakhouse. I love good meat. Love good cut of meat. Yeah, I'll eat quality meat. Yeah, I understand. That's good stuff. The Brazil, the hundred dollar per person Brazilian steakhouse is. Amen. No, I know it's yeah. Oh, that's that's deep. All right. Anyway, what's your current obsession? It could be like a new hobby, um, some person, a song. Some new gadget that you like? Current obsession. Current obsession. Um, Amarino. This mm-hmm. is a gelato place that I love to drive out to to okay. get some gelato. Um, that's my favorite thing to do right now. Um, gelato is delicious. They make all these great flavors, and they make everything in the shape of a flower. If you want it on a cone, they fashion it in a flower you get three f- flavors and so oh. 
I usually, if I take Brandon and the kids, it'll cost me about $30 a visit. And I go quite often. <laughs> oh. oh, that's cool. That sounds good. We went to a gelato place. when we, I think we went to a gelato place, right? When we were out there? When mm-hmm. I was out there? No, not that one. I'll take you to the one that I'm talking about when you come out again. Right. Sounds good. Let's see. What's another one? Besides the Bible, name one of your favorite books. Oh, don't laugh. I mean, you're going to think this is a horrible answer, but I love reading employment law books. Okay. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Anything about litigation or law, that is, that's my thing. I love it. No, that's cool. I mean, because it's like, I wouldn't say programming books are my favorite books to read because I'm a programmer, but I do read them. Um, And you get, you know, lots of good insight and stuff like that, especially if it's something you're really involved in so yeah no that's cool that's cool yeah let's do one more i think we talked about it a little bit so how many churches have you been a member of your entire life my entire life um well when i was born i think we're all at my grandfather's church so hillside i was born into that um and then we moved to fresno there was evangelist temple I lived in Fresno until I was four, and then unfortunately Lonnie was born. Unfor- Come on, don't do that. <laughs> don't, not love to my the brother. mind of God. <laughs> um, and then we moved back to L.A., and that's when my mom joined. I think after a few years of being back at Hillside, uh, we ended up joining Prayer Assembly, and my dad stayed at Hillside. And then I left uh, prayer assembly after I graduated from high school and moved to Northern California and I ended up joining Good Samaritan Cathedral. Right. And then a little bit after that, I did not join, but I visited Glad Tidings for a really long time in the late nineties. And so right. was really good friends with, um, Bishop's oldest son. And then I disappeared for a minute, went back to LA and I joined Gospel Temple. Oh, Right, Greater Gospel Temple. Greater Gospel what, Temple, and that's it was Greater where Gospel Temple, came man. In with those cream jackets when y'all would sing. Oh, you better believe I'm it. Going on. That's right. And Brandon <laughs> won your heart with that cream jacket that he still wears today, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did not Even win my heart. Even- <laughs> <again. laughs> we paid top dollar for those cream jackets, okay? It was at least $100 for each cream jacket. And we sang to the glory and honor of God. All we sang was commission songs, but that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. That's all we needed. Amen. Then, yeah, when I left LA, I went back to Good Samaritan when I came back out here. And then, so I was at Good Samaritan for about a total of 18 years. Um, And then... I left there five years ago or six years ago this year and joined Glad Tidings. And so that's where we've been ever since. Nice. Very good. Glad Tidings International. We talked about the international yesterday. Um, Yeah. We talked about the international. I put some flags up in my house and now it's international. So take that. (laughs) (laughs) Take that. Glad tidings. You're not the only international ministry around here. 
But you got to put the clocks on your wall. Now we got clocks in the church. Oh, is it clocks too? Oh, see, Brandon didn't Tokyo. tell me all the. He didn't tell me all the secrets. See, I didn't know. Oh. We got these different time zones that are up, and then there is a clock that says heaven under it, and there are no arms on it. Oh, no. What? How do you? I don't want to. Um... Heaven don't need arms. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, I, all right. Yeah. <laughs> heaven don't need a minute arm and an hour arm. Because God works outside of time. Amen. That's yeah. That's great. That's actually great. <laughs> well, you know, Bishop is super. He's a super visionary. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He thinks of all kinds of things. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Let me thank you, Tony, again. I'm sorry. Let me thank you, Antonia Lee, again. For stopping by the podcast and sharing with us um, your churchy life stories. Uh, we really appreciate you and I love you. Thank you for coming on the show. Love you too. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. All right. So um, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. For full episode information, show notes, and links to anything discussed on this episode, visit churchylife.com. For feedback and guest suggestions, email churchfunny at gmail.com. If you love what we're doing, show your support with a positive rating and review on iTunes. Please don't forget to subscribe and share Churchy Life with your friends and family. 